Hello and welcome back to another edition of Kent and the Steering Team, once again joined by Drew and myself, Phil. Unfortunately, Kent can't be with us this week. He's down in Melbourne for the uh, Australian Open Tennis Tournament. Anyway, on with the show. Drew, how are you? Well, I'm not at the tennis, so I could be better, but other than that, yeah, I know. pretty fine and dandy. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Isn't it interesting? Every year, I think every Australian says to themselves, or every Australian that they, if they care about the tennis or know about it, always says, oh man, I should go to the tennis next year. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down to the tennis in Melbourne next year, and they absolutely never do it. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Another fun fact for you, though. Yep. I didn't even know the tennis was on until someone I saw on my Facebook feed, someone being out today. Didn't even know. Fair no <laughs> I normally follow it so closely when it's the Australian Open, but I just didn't pay attention. It's something about that ball being hit by the tennis racket. It's just such a satisfying sound. Yeah, I can't do it. Can't do it. It's What's more- the guy from Michael yeah. Winslow? Is it? Is it Michael? I don't know. The guy from um, Police Academy that can do the, the good sounds? I can't remember. I think it's Michael Winslow. I don't know. I something Winslow. He he can do the, a great sound of a tennis match. It's brilliant. What, all the grunts? No, the, 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 the bouncing of the ball on like the rubber court and then the, the, like the ball being hit. like All the sounds. He does a great job of it. You look it up on YouTube. I'll put it on the Facebook page. Mm. I mean, we say that. We probably won't, but you know. Well, no. I think now would be an excellent time to start posting a little more to the Facebook page because as we've noticed, we've had a few more listeners this week. Yeah, this is... Ugh, what is wrong with you people? Guys, what, but yeah, what are you for, doing? For some reason, our listeners are going up and it's great to hear. We're not boasting. We're just doing it purely out of the, the gratitude. Um, yeah, we, we want to say you thank you it. for seeing something that we clearly don't. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this because we need to talk or else we'll just talk everyone else's ear off. Precisely. And, and now we can talk everyone's ear off because everyone's listening. Yay. Oh, America overtook the um, overtook Australia as our top listening base in the last few days. Oh, it's everyone with a VPN on, as you said, off air last week, I think. Exactly. <laughs> and that broke my heart a little bit, but probably quite true. Possibly. We don't know. No. We have no idea who you all are, but we appreciate your ears, and if you are human and not a bot, we have wondered, uh, be sure to check out our Facebook page under the same name, Mm. Kent and The Steering Team. Drop us a line, send us a message. Is there something you want us to talk about on the show? Also, if you are new to the show, we should sort of fill you in a little bit. We're a bit of a variety show. We've decided this in the last few days. We tried oh, it's because we didn't know what else what the hell, we hell else to call us. Yeah, we, we didn't know. And also, a lot of people that know us have pointed out the fact that they assumed that we were a movie show. We talk about movies a lot. If you yep. are a regular, you are painfully aware of this. But we are a little bit more than that. We like to talk about the world. Maybe the people in it. Depends on the people. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we, we talk about stuff and random things and things that are important and things that we literally surf the internet and find because we haven't thought about what to talk about on the show just like right now i'm on msn.com.au uh oh. looking for things to talk about because i didn't think about the fact that we're recording today because we're recording a day early again you'll hear this on thursday because it's the rule 
have to keep some things consistent by recording on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not blaming you. That's not, I'm not blaming you. No, no, you. I'm, th- I'm, th- saying... I'm just, I'm just thanking you because it's a favor for me as I have a commitment tomorrow evening, which will be last night for those of you listening the day it is released. This is really confusing. Um, but at least, at least we're still doing it, guys. We are dedicated to this, this, uh, you know, release date. So we are going to do whatever we can. Um, Indeed. To make we pride sure we're every Thursday. On, yeah, we do. We, we pride ourselves on having a Thursday release. It's a good day. It's the day the new movies are all released every week. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, How's that? Do you have anything you want to talk about first? I want to talk about shower heads, the ones where you can either have it hooked up like an ordinary shower head, or the ones where you can pop it off and hold the handle and use it. What's your preference? I have one of those. One of those removable ones. Yeah. Yeah. So so do I. But how often do you actually remove it, or do you just leave it static every time you're in the shower? Mm, no, I do. I do. If I can't be bothered, like reaching over my back or something like that, I'll, I'll do that. Um, also, it has a it has a massage function, which is nice. It's sometimes nice to yeah, so does like mine. massage my shoulder blades. You know, massage the shoulder blades because I can't massage my shoulder blades. It's so far behind me. Mm. Um, what else about them is cool? Uh, it's nice and handy to be able to wash off things in the corner. Like if you step into the shower and you go, oh, there's like soap there, and that's not my soap, and you want to wash it off. Oh yeah, that's the best. Just or like a stray hair. Oh, oh God. Yep, we've all God, I need that shower head to wash it away before I stand in the shower. You know you live with sisters when? <laughs> Those... well, I don't live with sisters anymore. I just have a mum and a dad. Did you ever find the hairs there when your sisters yes. were home? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, then you get it. <laughs> yep. And somehow it's always bunched up in what looks like the beginning of a tumbleweed. You know? Well, if it wasn't for the water, it would be a tumbleweed. Exactly. Mm, rolling across the bathroom. Ooh. Kind of sounded like when Pac-Man mm. dies. Damn it, I can't do it now. This is ridiculous. Waka, waka, waka. Um, waka, 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 waka. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, but long story short, yes, I, I, I quite like the shower head that it is removable. Uh, mm. Purpose, I guess it would be quite handy if an old, if an, I'm an old guy. Um, well, when you're an old guy. Well, if I have one when I'm an old guy, it'll probably it'll a, probably be some drone that flies around you and washes you. By that stage, I can't I can't understand why people have those showers. You know the showers that have water coming out of the side and just like the whole top of it's just water. Yeah, I want one of those. I want to tr- or at now, least how do you try breathe? One. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't that just be like standing underwater and having a wave crash on you? Yeah, that's because you wouldn't be able to breathe, and you'd have water going up your nose and into your mouth constantly, and you'd just be like having your eyes closed all times because of the pressure of the water flying at your face. Well, you'd turn the pressure down. But you can't. And Otherwise, the, it doesn't work coming out of the sides. And the, and the side jets don't hit you at face level; they hit you at mid-range. Oh, so good luck trying to wash your your calves or something like that, or your feet. <laughs> your calves. <laughs> Oh, your thighs would be all right, I imagine. Maybe if you got one, of, uh, maybe if you got one of those old people bars in there as well to put your, you could put your leg up like you're a ballerina, and then you could get the calves. I'm jealous of old people with the amount of bars that they have throughout their houses, like just to lean on. I know. I need that. I can't be bothered standing up all the time. Well, think about it. A lot of, a lot of things come down to bars when it comes down to older people. 
they have bars all around them. They've got a hold onto them. They hobble around on them. They wind up spending a lot of time in bars, by which point <laughs> they'll have a bar stool named after them at some point if they spend enough time sitting there. Old Aussie codgers in the RSL. Oh, damn. Having a durry down the bat. I've got, I've got one mate who has said many a time how he looks forward to the day that one of the bar stools at the local pub gets named after him. He's 20, 26 well, I, and, I, and he can't wait. Oh, he's unfortunately for him probably some years ahead of him before his dream comes true. But quite possible. All he has to do is live. Uh, it's. I remember I used to go to the Starbucks in Balmain and uh, Dawn Fraser used to always, every single time, be sitting in the window. Well, not in the window, but just behind the window on the chair. Uh, yeah, have, reading the paper and having her coffee or her tea or whatever she was drinking. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Mm. That was before she was a no voter. Before she was what? <laughs> a no voter. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, not as controversial as Margaret Court, but, you know. Oh, they're all, they're all legendary. It's because they're old biddies. What can you ha- what can you expect? I expect exactly what they are, and I have not been disappointed. Old biddies being foolish Much- for today's world, but that's okay. Think, think about it. If you know what to expect, then you shouldn't be disappointed. Yeah, that's true. That is accurate. Mm. Yes. Um, I have a Nerf gun here called Bertha. And it is a semi-automatic one. Semi-automatic because it's got the function to automatically pump the uh, ammo into the barrel for me. Because uh, via battery operation. Yeah. And then it fires out. It's not as powerful, though. I, I have another Nerf gun around here somewhere. I tend to step on it every couple of days, and it hurts my foot. Um, it's just one of those pistol ones. You know, it has the, the holder for the two bullets below, and I can feed the bullet in, fire the, pull the, the trigger back, or the slingshot back, and then fire it. It's like a Monday slingshot, and that's the greatest thing I own. Um, but yeah, this other Nerf gun is quite interesting. What's your, what's your uh, take on Nerf guns, Drew? Fun fact, I've never owned one. Well, neither had I until I went away on holiday with my mates to Nelson Bay one year. And uh, like any group of, uh, you know, young or early 20-year-old guys, about six of us would do, went to Kmart and bought a whole bunch of Nerf guns and had a Nerf war in the house. That sounds brilliant. It was the greatest thing. And it was over, the house is two floors. So we had a mattress, one of the mattresses stacked against the, 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 the landing of the stairs at the top and hid behind that. And at the bottom of the stairs, we piled up all the couch uh, cushions. And instead of it being throughout the whole house, it ended up just being up and down the staircase. Was this an Airbnb? Firing up up and down. What? Was it an Airbnb? Uh, no, no. It was uh, just a rental accommodation. But it, but it was Holiday someone else's it was someone else's house and Yeah, we made sure to clean up anything. Like we went and bought like sugar soap and stuff like that to clean up any scuffs and make sure there were no da- there's no damage to the walls. We You, you should have tidy. left a pile of photos just on the kitchen bench. No, because they wouldn't give us our deposit back. Actually, those people were assholes. They didn't give us our deposit back anyway, because they were we were curious as to when the bins uh, had to go out, um, the day that we were leaving. And there was the information on the fridge said, take the bins out blank. And it didn't say when, and we're like, when do we take the bins out? 
and they there was a no, there was another note that specifically said don't leave the bins out early only leave the bins out if it if you're there while the bins are supposed to be taken out so we're like well we can't do anything so we left the bins in anyway we left and then uh, it turns out that night the bins were supposed to be out and then we got uh, didn't get our deposit back because they said we didn't take the bins out and we said well you didn't say when to take it out like there's nothing there anyway assholes so Not staying so, there again. So that's a negative response then. Yes. Hmm. Don't... I've had positive ones since. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, a house once where with a hot tub and we set up a TV screen in front of the hot tub and a PlayStation and we sat in the hot tub watching Game of Thrones and then changed over and started playing Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto instead in the hot tub holding the control above the water. That sounds it was amazing. Right. That was seriously good fun. That was awesome. How do you rotate playing that game, though? Because isn't it a one-player game? Yeah, you just until you die. It, isn't it the rule on Grand Theft Auto, if you're playing with several people, is you go till you die and you're not allowed to be, like, pathetic? You can't go and follow the road rules and you can't do health cheats and stuff like that. You can do weapon cheats, you can do vehicle cheats, but you can't go ahead and start doing health cheats to get your health back. Um, and you can't, yeah, drive around slowly, take it easy... You know, not break the rules. You just have to go flat out and be as diabolical as you can. I vaguely remember this sort of rule. It's been a long time yeah, since I played it. Uh, it's great fun, and the rules still apply. Um, doesn't matter what iteration of the game it is. Hmm. Rules still apply. You, you play as flamboyantly as you can, whether it's breaking into the army base or shooting a bunch of cop cars or just driving over pedestrians or something. Yeah. Sound, good. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. It's getting all the, the craziness out of us. Because of course I'm I'm of the this is another segue here I'm of the opinion that video games do not cause violence in people. Mm. So you know it's a great way of getting that the hilarious like you know people if you're playing a video game or something like that someone goes oh this is violent oh be careful there like yeah it's a video game I'm not gonna do this and I'm doing this because I can't do this in real life I'm gonna run over a pedestrian for no apparent reason because it's funny on a video game because the response that's been programmed into them to make a funny noise or say something ridiculous as they die is hilarious. In real life, I'm not going to go and run someone over and go, oh, they didn't say something funny. What's wrong? I think it actually, that's an age-old argument. And I think it's a bullshit argument. Well, I think it just comes down to good or bad parenting, really. Well, that and also if you have... You give your kid a uh, game that has guns in it, you say, look, guns are bad. You educate the child. Mm. You you explain to them that it's a game. You cannot do this in real life. It's a game. You you are playing as a character who is not you. Mm. If you decide... If you're playing a military game and it inspires you to join the military later, that's wonderful. If you decide to join Mm. the military later because you want to kill people, that's... You're an idiot. Yeah. And, And... Or, or you've got a pre-existing mental condition, and therefore that's something entirely different. And you playing video games is not your cause of the violence. It is, you know, it just, uh, it just what happens. You're case, just playing a video game because it's readily no. available, and you happen to have something go wrong. Yeah, and if that's the case, then yeah. again, it comes down to negligent parenting. Yep. Um, I, I do. I do have the opinion that driving games are improve your driving. Especially if you're using like a racing wheel and stuff like that. It teaches you lines, teaches you how to brake properly, how to manage people in front of you and people around you. Well, remember the P2 test in many of the states is a hazard perception test that is based around a computer simulation. Hmm. Yep. 
That's so, true. Um, Perfectly they they often also, several ra- several PlayStation games now even have opportunities where if you're good enough on the PlayStation, you can have a go at a car in real life. If you be- win the competition for being good enough, they let you drive it because they trust you to be able to do it because they know that the game is teaching you what to do in real life. The only difference is the inertia and everything like that and the, the G-forces. But nonetheless, that can be trained into you a lot you know, faster than the actual driving part, which you've already proved you can do. That's it's pretty quite cool. interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, Gran Turismo on PlayStation do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did not know that. Mm. Yeah, it's, they've had a competition for several years, and Formula One did it this year, so it's quite interesting. That Yeah. Very nice. Again, it's because they, they know that it works. I mean, re- all the race teams, professional race teams, all use simulators like a PlayStation to get the driver's mind, you know, um, conditioned and keep him focused and keep him familiar with tracks and everything like that all the time. Yeah, like it's just it's what they do. Yeah, so of course, it clearly works. They they even um, they even kind of broached that topic in Cars Three. I know you haven't watched it yet. I know you're powering through the Pixar films, but I wouldn't consider this very much of a spoiler. But they do deal with simulations of tracks. Oh, spoiler! No, I'm joking. Yeah. In in Cars Three, it, it's it's really interesting. It's um, it becomes an element of the plot within the story that it's something that mm. they look at as a means of training. Yeah, and because it is, yeah, it's a great way of training. Yeah, and and uh, that's one thing with those films. They not so much the second one, but the first one and the third one try to look at what the racing world is like in reality and reflect that in the film. And that was something I found really interesting. Hmm. I would agree. Mm. But yeah, long story short, if you go and kill someone because you played a video game, it's just because you're an idiot. Not because, you know, you played a PlayStation game. What the hell? That There should be no connection there. And if there is, it's down to you or your parents or a pre-existing condition. If you play Halo, does that mean you're going to want to grow up to go and kill aliens? Well, yeah. And it's like, if you play Call of Duty, do you think that if you go to a war... And you get shot, you'll just recover from it about ten seconds later. Respawn. And then if you get shot again, if you get shot again before you've healed, then you die. Like no, that's not how a bullet works. No. If a bullet hits you in the right spot, you go into a cardiac arrest and you die straight away. There's, there's not. It's not. Not a. Oh, jeez, man! I got to hide in the corner here so I can recover. Hmm. Just stupidity. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that one. Uh. Let's see. Just uh, rolling through this list of uh, news things, unless you have another topic for me. You're struggling for topics, aren't you? Well, because I didn't prepare this week. Well, it's not even a preparation this week. It's the fact that, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't take the 90 seconds before the show that we normally do to go, right, this is topics A, B, and C for today. Well, exactly, because, again, we're just out of sync. We're in a different... It's a different day. It feels weird. It's not meshing the way it should. It's bizarre. I know. What an absolute psycho thing. And I can't look at Sydney Morning Herald because now they have a paywall and I've run out of articles I can read for the month, even though I've only opened one article. Are you serious? Okay, there's our topic. How stupid do you have to be to put up something like that? Is their content really that much better that they feel that they can charge for it when other websites don't that's ridiculous this is stupid i hate paywalls paywalls are crap on the, paywalls are stupid on the flip side though 
I get that they're concerned about losing revenue because no one's buying a newspaper anymore and to put the same detail on the internet for free would detract from any sales they could make. I kind of get that. But there's got to be a better way around it. Well, at the same time, I, I... You know, I understand that so many people now are getting their, their news articles from so many different places and also journalism isn't taken as seriously as it probably should. Um, how people almost use entertainment sites as news or opinion pieces as news or people just go by what the... Um, and this is fact, people go by and even news companies produce articles to make sure that they have an exciting spin on it so that they can clickbait because clickbait creates ad revenue. Ad revenue creates money and then they have more money. This is- it doesn't improve the quality. In fact, it, it, it it's a detriment to the quality because it means the quality is shithouse because the story is some crappy fluff piece about bullshit they don't care about. It's not something important. It's not news. This is why- That's the problem with online. Yeah, well... The- that's why there's a lot of truth in the concept of fake news. Yeah, there is. But at the same time, when you call real news fake news because you don't like it, that just means you're a complete failure of a human being. That's a whole other topic. Um, <laughs> that is a whole other topic. And that's what I believe that, that this fake news, in inverted commas, or quotation mark, that's what I believe um, the most amount of fake news is from. Um, I mean, I, I get at the same time paywalls are exactly meant to do the opposite of what I just said, which is meant to stop you from having to have ad revenue because ad revenue means that you have to have fluff pieces. But at the same time, having it behind a paywall is not something I want. I didn't like, I, I, I have no interest in reading the articles if I have to pay for it. Cause what's the point? Why should I pay for, I don't want to pay for news. It's pointless. I understand that. Sure. Back in the day that they used to, but I'll just watch TV news then. I won't read it then. I don't want to pay for it. Just have ads on the side of it. Just have... Stop catering to stupid people. Just have ads on the on the page, down the sides, or whatever, or pop-ups, or I don't give a shit. But just let me read the articles. I don't want to pay for it. I'm not paying for it. Yeah, no, I... Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like paying for it. That's it. I, I agree, but... I feel like the paywalls will die out eventually. It's... It's not... Well, it's like... It's not sustainable. What would make a lot more sense would be to reduce the price of the subscriptions for such things and have a central news outlet that you pay a very basic subscription for each month in the same vein as Netflix or Spotify, which is what they're all trying to do. But the problem is that every single outlet is trying to do it and they're flooding a market that no one wants to buy into. Yep. Um... Did we talk about... We talk, spoke about Disney and Star Wars last week, yeah? What a, and the games. Yeah, we did a little bit. Yeah, so it's the same sort of thing where finally the gamers, you know, you know uh, marched together and rallied together and said, stop it, we're not doing this crap anymore, we're not paying for this rubbish. And then EA were forced by Disney because Disney said this is looking terrible for us, came in and stopped the paywall idea. Um... I reckon we'll see something like that. I guess. I guess if you if you can provide the content, people will pay. But if you can't provide the content, no one can pay. And going on City Morning Herald website just then, so many of those articles are the same ones just recycled from other sites from someone like AAP or whatever it is, or Reuters or something like that. 
Like, they're the same source material. I don't give a shit about your opinion on it. Like, if that's what you're going to do, I don't want to pay for it. It's bullshit. So, yeah. I don't mind paying for it if it's quality, but it's if it's the same thing again, I don't want to pay for it. It's stupid. Just something to think about. I'm not sure if we even... I don't know if we've ever discussed this in any great detail on the show, but as I'm sure I've mentioned before, Disney is starting their own streaming service, right? Mm. Due to come out next year, if I'm not mistaken. Won't it be interesting now that they've got all of Fox's catalogue to put in there as well? Do you reckon they'll take it off Netflix... Stan, yeah, they they've Amazon, they've already said they've well they've already said that they're removing everything from Netflix. Everything from Fox. Well, every all the all the Disney is leaving Netflix, but I'm willing to bet a majority of the Fox programming will go too. Do we know if the Disney streaming service is going to be called Disney? No, that's right. It's the thing, the logo that looks like ABC, isn't it? I'm not sure if that's what they're running with to be the full streaming service. That that ABC logo thing is sort of like the next iteration of Ultraviolet. What is Ultraviolet? You know that you, you know how when you buy a Blu-ray, it says uh, Blu-ray plus Ultraviolet. No, it's, it's your digital copy. Oh, right. The, the digital copy that comes with your Blu-ray or your DVD. I don't think I've ever used the digital copy. Really? Really? Oh, I've, in my I've, cashed, I've cashed in on most of mine, although I haven't done so for a while, so I probably need to go through them all again. I, I like it. It's kind of handy if I'm out and about and I want to watch something on my phone or my tablet. Like, like let's say I've gone away somewhere and I want to be able to watch something might mm. not necessarily be on Netflix or Stan. So in that instance, I find it useful. Why Why does, um, if I'm watching a Blu-ray through the PlayStation, for example, it wants to have an internet connection? Uh, why does a Blu-ray need internet? So a number of Blu-rays have a feature called BD Live, and what it is, the Blu-ray connects to online content, so there may be extra special features on the disc that are accessible only online. Um, there's also a, a number of times where certain films will have a live commentary done with the filmmakers, you know, so many mm. years down the track where where they'll have a screening party worldwide where everyone will pop the movie on at the same time. And let's say maybe it's Gladiator and Ridley Scott is live and there's a little video of him sitting in the corner talking about the movie while the movie is playing on your TV. What if you're like five seconds out of sync? <laughs> Does that mean it doesn't work? I would assume because it's that. live, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, well, I would assume that. Or does he? Does he go three, two, one? Now. I would assume that if it's connected to the internet, that they would have some sort of control over playing the movie. Once the disc is in, maybe they could remote start the film. Ah, maybe, ah, maybe you'd select wow. an option for it to remote start. Yeah, that's true. You know what I think we should do one day? So one of my, my favorite podcasts called What Say You? Give the credit where it's due. Um, they do a thing where, like, so I, I'd, I'd only seen the Fast and Furious movies. I'd only seen episode, episode. I'd only seen movie one, two, and three. 
And I saw the trailer for four and said, no, this is bullshit. I'm not watching it. These movies are sort of crap now. There's no point. So I stopped watching them then. Um, but then, of course, there was five, six, and then seven had just come out or something like that. And now eight. Um, and now eight. So now they're just moving further and further to a steaming pile of uh, waste product. Um, so I didn't watch them, didn't want to watch them. But the podcast did a recording for it where they said, we need to sit down. Because they were talking about how they would always stand outside of the movies and talk for hours, almost longer than the movie itself, discussing things about it. Almost in a, in a, in a well, actually in a very cynical sort of way. Um, so they decided before uh, Paul Walker had died, they decided that they would one day watch the Fast and Furious movies because they'd met Paul Walker and he was a lovely gentleman. And they said, watch the movies and do almost a commentary for it. Uh, he then, Paul Walker then died, uh, tragically. Hmm. Uh, and then the seventh movie came out and they decided to do a uh, commentary for each film up until the seventh one and then they watched the movie live and then had a live panel show discussing the movie like that. So I think one day what we need to do is have a commentary for movies as well. And not necessarily where, you know, you it's just an audio commentary where you press play and we just talk over the movie the whole time, but pretty much... Um, say okay stop 10 minutes into the movie and you watch 10 minutes of the movie then we stop then we discuss it and we talk about it and laugh about it or just talk discuss it break it down keep playing uh stop it again in another 10 15 minutes time like that i think we need to do that one day i think that'd be here hilarious or great i'd love to do that i can just imagine it would take so long to get through that movie whatever movie it is yeah yeah we put a day aside and we do two movies okay and i mean from nine in the morning to like 9 p.m at night because it would take so long all right no that's okay i'll have fun i'm in i'm in (laughs) we just have to pick the movies and not something i hate or else i'll just burn the tv oh man just well you know i'm not gonna watch something like alien covenant or like mother like trash movies that is crap literally the two worst movies of last year um no i'm not gonna put you through either of those i'm just looking at the shelf for something that surely would raise an eyebrow of yours what have I got? Speed. No, no. Speed 2. Cruise Control. Oh, Cruise Control. Hell yeah. I love the little cover-up of um, the fact that Keanu Reeves isn't there. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. My old bro- boyfriend and I broke up. Oh, shut the hell up. You just didn't cast him. Probably cost you much. Yeah, I found that with another movie I watched in the cinema recently, and I don't want to name it because it's very, very, very current. And, and it was part of a series and they they chose not to bring back certain actors because oh they broke up and i thought oh well that's just a cop out <laughs> what movie i can't say because it's not it's 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 relevant have i seen it no no you didn't come along for this movie oh i know i know what it is yeah yeah you know straight away which one it is yeah yeah you you went you you watched a version of it beforehand and then went and saw it. I watched two previous versions beforehand. Yeah. It was the third mind in you, the mind series. You. Oh, you've just... That's just given away more. I wasn't going to go to that specific. I was just going to say that there are several in the series. And you said there's, you watched the third one. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. I guess you could say that's pretty perfect, eh? Oh, man. Oh, hang on. Let me just adjust this pitch. Go away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I got this American flag now. 
right. American bye, bye everyone. I'm, I'm done now. No, 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 no. I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. All right. New topic. Giraffes. Yep. Yep. Giraffes. What do you think of... Yeah, giraffes. What do you think of them? Did you say giraffes or carafes? Giraffes. Giraffe. Yeah, okay, you said giraffes. Okay, yes. giraffes. Um, giraffes are interesting. They are quite tall. Um, they have quite a kick on them. Yes, they do. And they are a great example of... Uh, what's it? Not, not evolution. The other one. Um, when they... Uh, no, it must be evolution. Yeah, when they evolve to be taller, have longer necks, so they can reach the leaves at the top. I got a good one for you. Adaption. That's the word I was looking for. Adaption. Sorry. I got a good one for you. Giraffe walks into a bar. What does he order? Um, a two long neck. leaves and a spot. A long neck. Oh my goodness. What if they don't sell long necks? <laughs> <laughs> No, think about it. Giraffes, yeah. were, giraffes were very influential to us as children, given that the giraffe. Happy Harold. Is... Yeah, we got Healthy Harold. Why was it called? Yeah, why is it? But to me, it was Happy Harold. Why is it called Healthy Harold? I always knew him as Healthy Harold. I always knew him as Happy Harold. But don't forget. Well, we've also got the giraffe for Toys R Us. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They also taught me to draw the R backwards, so I got you know that ruined my childhood a bit. Damn that giraffe. Mm. But I yeah. I miss Healthy Harold. Yeah, look, I I just remember get climbing into the back of that van and sitting there and seeing the black wall and then this uh, uh, giraffe puppet stick its head out of the wall. And then um, and then when you got older, they they brought out Harold a lot less, and you'd be like, oh, but 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 please just bring Harold out. Like, oh, yeah, we just wanted Harold. Don't really bring like even Harold even as an adult, the... Fuzz there, I'd still want Harold. Of course. Well, we don't really bring Harold out for the older kids, you know. And why not? Like, no, no, no. We're here for Harold. Bring Harold out. Yeah, why not? Yeah, what are you talking? Don't we... I don't want to listen to you, lady. Just go behind the wall. We'll make Harold appear and just tell me about all just, your healthy bullshit. Yeah, just get Harold out. Just come just on. Tell us why your arm is disappearing for a minute, and then all mm. of a sudden we see this giraffe. Come on. Yeah, I don't care. I don't. I I know it's. I know it's fake. I'm not not here for the illusion. I just want to see that puppet. Get that. Go behind the wall. Get the puppet out and make it say whatever you want to say. Just, I don't want to listen to you. Just do the thing, okay? Yeah, like, do the that's thing. literally all we need. That's the only reason you have successfully lured us into the back of your dark van. Hmm. We want to see this puppet. We know it is your arm up its bottom puppet into its show. mouth. Puppet. But show. I want to see this bloody giraffe. The van says it on the side. Happy, healthy Harold. Show me the bloody giraffe. I'm just having all these flashbacks to primary school. <laughs> I am too. I just remember, I, it's funny, I drove past my old primary school today, Yeah. actually. And um, it's funny, I, I remember uh, today is in Tuesday. I drove past my old primary school. Nice. And I, yeah, and I saw the uh, school grounds. And it's funny, I'm having flashbacks to the school grounds. Because I remember exactly where that trailer was parked on the playground so that we could all climb in and see it. Very nice. But the biggest disappointment for me was once I went to the local shopping center and uh, there was a, va- a, a trailer parked almost identical to the Happy Healthy Harold one parked out the front of the shopping center. But it was like a breast cancer awareness truck instead. And I was really disappointed because I was like, well, there's no Harold on the side of it. There's no Harold in there. Oh, Yeah, really disappointing. I didn't go in it, so I didn't, you know, get, I didn't see what was on offer 
on offer. I didn't see what was within the this trailer, but all I knew that when I went out around to the side of it, it didn't have the the giraffe on it, and I was disappointed. I'd be so cut if that was the case. Yeah. Mm, ruined me. I couldn't couldn't recover. I got it. Six cents. I, I opened up my Facebook the other day and at the top of the news feed was that little memories thing and it was a thing I'd shared maybe a year or two ago of a CGI video of Harold and I remember sharing it just to raise awareness of this atrocity. How did they've ruined it? Yeah, how disgusting. How what dare they dis- CGI dis- Harold? Right. That's like CGIing Thomas the Tank Engine or Bob the Builder or something like that. Like, what an absolute travesty. Puppet or bust. Just yep. no. Amen. Oh man, well, CGI Thomas. Oh, it's what a disgrace it is. It's not great. Like it's the only thing is that it's semi passable because they still move the characters the same way the stop motion moves. Nah, it's ruined for me. It's it's disappointing. Hurts my feelings. I found my old Thomas but, videos today, which was quite. Oh, good. I'm jealous. Mm. They were great. I still like him just because of the fact that they're train set. I don't care about the fact that they are. Um, kids shows the train sets that's cool oh you'll love the other stuff but, I found what Baba? well yes you know I was watching Baba today I found my Baba videos I found Johnson and Friends Brum oh my god Brum yeah which version of Brum the the, the original the one with like the um Ori- the like pop song or the one that's like the original one the, or- where, the original where the cars the or- oh, I so the cars in there and the old guy looks around yep. and opens the door and then walks away yeah with the original theme music not the yep not the brum brum this is brum yeah I, I remember that that's stupid that theme song the new one's crap yeah no I've got old brum and I also found spot on video brum's off to the big town you should narrate children's books. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be great. On audible.com. Let's get children around. I, I would listen oh, to you audible. reading children's books on Audible. <laughs> well, I'd get it wrong. I'll get like every fourth right word mispronounced. <laughs> mispronounced. swearing at the book. <laughs> oh, I'd just crack it. I wouldn't swear because there's children presents, but I'd say things like fiddlesticks. I'd love that. Can we, can we, can we please record you reading some children's books? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we can do it. We'll set it up. Just for you, audience. <laughs> and, and we'll... I, I know. We'll, we'll film it and we'll make it look like you're in the book place. Remember that? Do you remember the book place? Yes. I'm trying to remember what it is. The book place. Story from the reading chair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, do you remember that show with that weird worm? That was the book, the book place. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay, I was thinking of the right thing. I thought I'd bring it up to say, am I thinking? Yeah. That worm was disgusting. And weird and creepy. With its weird black eyes and its, like, weird skin-coloured look, kind of phallic-looking thing. We had some disturbing television growing up. I mean, it was awesome, but it was disturbing. Just think about the ferals. There's a rat named Radis. He's the leader of the bunch. Yep. Who is next? Then there's Medigliana. She's fluffy, but she's tough. I didn't know that they called Mixie, the rabbit, Mixie, because of Myxomatosis. Yeah, I remember reading something about that much later on and having that understanding. Um, do, you, do you remember the two versions of Ferals? There was the original version and of then Ferals feral and then TV. there was Feral TV with a toad. Feral TV was awful. I didn't like Feral TV. Welcome to the world of Feral TV. 
or Gogs. Gogs yeah, was the weirdest thing. If you haven't seen Gogs, I'll put that on the, the uh, Facebook page as well. I have to remember this stuff for two days' time before I put the episode up, or else I'm going to be putting things up early and people are going to go, what the hell are you talking about? Ugh. I'll write this stuff down. You do love what was the first? Yeah, Gogs was the worst thing ever, though, because it was just crap, and someone always had a snot bubble. Um, I'm stuck to my drawer, and my drawer's opening now. I can't move my jet. Jeez, oh, I'm stuck. That's because you recorded a there desk. Yes. It's so rich. Uh, why don't lie on a bed? It's comfortable. Have a comfortable desk chair. So put on Gogs on FB page. Just so you foreign listeners can understand what Gogs was. What was the other one that I had to put on? I said something earlier that I had to put it on Facebook page. I've forgotten. Oh, I'm going to have to listen through to this rubbish. Jesus. Oh, no. You, you poor soul. <laughs> It sucks. Jesus, it's the worst day of my life now. Worst day of your life so far. Simpsons movie. Yay. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about The Simpsons for a second? About the fact that sure. in German, the title card, obviously the word the is D, D-I-E. So when you watch the German version, Simpsons. it literally just reads to us horrible, horrible English speaking people as die Simpsons. Well, that's like on that Simpsons episode with Sideshow Bob when he has Die Bart Die tattooed on his chest and he goes, oh, no, no, it's German for, like, when he's um, trying to get parole from jail. And they say, oh, no, that's German for the Bart, the. And then (laughs) the people standing there, the people, the parole officers sitting there go, oh, anyone that speaks German can't be evil. It's just. I think that's a fantastic joke. It's perfection. (laughs) Hitler's the joke if no one gets it. He was, he spoke German and he was incredibly evil. And if you didn't think he was evil, get the hell away from me forever. Drew. Oh, no, no, no. I, I think he's a, a horrible Austrian. No, I know, I know. I'm kidding. Austrian I'm kidding. Man, you, know? you know what? Isn't it weird that all they had to do was let him into art school? Oh, yeah. That's all they had to do. And some stupid art teacher said. Uh, nah, I can't be bothered. Can you imagine if there were any other famous artist out there in the world and somehow they were stopped from becoming the great artist that we know them as today? What what would happen to them? Well, Da Vinci, I think, would have just been an inventor. Well, Da Vinci was fine. He was multi-talented. Can you imagine yeah. Picasso, the womanizer? Uh, Picasso. What's Picasso's first name? Pablo. Pablo. Pablo Picasso. Well, Monet, the, also, the terrorist. The, like, <laughs> could have been anything. Also, also, why did why did all these artists decide to name themselves after these turtles? These mutant ninja turtles. Teenage mutant ninja turtles. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think that their, their thoughts were a little bit splintered. Ugh. That was great, but get out. Yeah, I I'm, I should probably shred up that joke. Oh, for crying. This this is just out of hand now. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I had to shell out a bit on those jokes. I'm not having a great time anymore. <laughs> it's always a good time. <laughs> You know what the biggest cop-out in the world is? And I'm looking at it right now. That's what I'm going to say. Say it. I've got this candle here. 
this candle uh, says on it, New Mac smell. Because New Macs have the single grade. If you ever buy or receive an Apple product, open the box slowly and take a deep breath as you open that box. Because there is a engineered smell that you get off the box. You have a Mac smell candle? No, no, but this is the cop-out. It doesn't smell like New Mac, but it's called New Mac. It smells too citrusy. Uh, uh, it's so citrusy. God. It's so disappointing because New Mac has the greatest smell ever, especially computers, a laptop or a um, iMac or something like that. The phone box does smell a little bit, but it smells a little bit too much like paper. Yeah, but there's an engineered smell that goes with the New Mac box. And this candle was supposed to smell like it. That's why my sister and I both bought it. Um, but it does not smell like it at all. That's so disappointing. Yeah. You should just go work in an Apple store. You'd get the smell every day. No, then you get sick of the smell. It's like if I worked in a crispy... I should go work in an Apple store. I'd get sick of the box. And then I'll go work in a Krispy Kreme store and get sick of that. Then go work for Macca's and then get sick of that. Macca's as in McDonald's for you foreign listeners american or oh did you European read that did you read that thing the other day listeners? about where someone gave some other name for for maccas and, and they're like, oh this is what we call it and i thought oh are you serious it sounded like the dumbest name what mickey mickey no mickey d's no no mickey d's is perfectly normal and acceptable it was some other name mackies uh, it's mackies yeah something. mackies that's what that's what they call it in england what it's ridiculous. That no. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Mackies. Mackies? No. No. Get lost. No. It's Maccas or it's Mickey D's. Or McDonald's. Or McDonald Restaurant. McDaniels, according to Family Guy. No. No. Mackies can... can no. Leave. Mackies is tacky. Yeah, there we go. That was not acceptable either, Drew. Don't stoop to their level. That's what they want you to do. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> the testy pop. You heard the testy pop? I had a big testy pop. I had another testy pop today while I was trying to shout, and it was horrific. I can't I can't believe it. Yeah. Testy pops are the worst. Hello. <laughs> I'm a teenager again. You sound My like, voice is breaking. You sound like some cartoon character that I can't put my finger the on. The Simpsons, the teenager. Yeah, it's another one. It's hi, welcome, hi, welcome to Krusty Burger. Hello. What? Yep, like that. Yep, fair call. Anyway. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um. Well, now that the time is at the forty seventh, roughly forty seventh minute mark. Yeah, I, I think it's time. Oh, I think we've fluffed out enough that we can finally get to um, the what are the most important segments of the show, if not the only structured segment of the show. Um, once again, I'll try and have all these videos up on the Facebook page before you go and see the page, um, or before the, the episode comes out. So therefore, at the stroke of midnight, I'll put all this stuff on the page and, ha- and hit go on the episode as well. Uh, all uh, the things on the Facebook page can be accessible if you follow the page or comment on the page and please go and comment on the page and if you want to be a guest on the show feel free to leave a comment and let us know that you want to Um, of course if you're a guest on the episode it may mean that you get to become 
the Sick Kent of the Week. Woo! And this week's inductee is quite an interesting one, I think, quite a fitting one. Um, well, my nominee, do you think you'll... Should we just go with it, Drew? You told me who is who your nominee is beforehand, yep. and I couldn't agree more with this choice. So Awesome. So it. this... Uh, my nominee and this week's inductee is a legend um, in the TV hosting game. Um, they were quite integral or integral to um, late night television and um, I guess interviewing or being the, the interviewer. Uh, they are none other than um, the bearded man now and he's returned to uh, television and return to interviewing with his show on Netflix. Uh, this is David Letterman. Welcome Woo. to the Sick Kent of the Week Hall of Fame. His show on Netflix is called Now My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. Quite a fitting name, well, I think. Just my next guest. Yes. Uh, his show returned on Friday, Thursday or Friday last week. Yep. Um, yep on Netflix uh, and it is going to be on once a month and he's interviewing just six people so six episodes for this run um, and it is a more in-depth look at the guest it's a very you know filtered down version of it in the sense of the way the show is produced it's no longer like a big live band he's not on his TV show and he's no longer doing it every day it's him a chair another chair and a, an audience um, in an auditorium listening to the guests and having a great conversation, almost Parkinson style. Um, so it's a great thing. And it, and he's yeah such a staple uh, to television that it's, it's great that he's back and he's come back to it. I couldn't agree more. I think that there's been this hole in, in, in talk back television. It, it's, it's kind of like the, when, when you think about AM and FM radio and what each one represents, I, I always think of the Lettermans and the talk show hosts as the AM of television. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it, that's a good analogy because in some ways, um, Stephen Colbert, who I think is doing a great job of The Late Show, I think he's mm. um, brought it into the 21st century and really brought it forward to these the, the today's audience. I thought that Letterman show was still great and I loved watching it when I could. Um but it's almost like Colbert's shifted the show from AM to an FM format. Um, I think they've all kind but, of but it, but had it, to in, yeah. in some respect. And even if you listen to AM radio these days, it, it's shifted a little bit in, in some respects. But, yeah. but I mean, you know, we're only just starting to find a new niche with late night television with hosts like Trevor Noah and John Oliver and... You know, we got we got Colbert and what's is Co Fallon, Fallon Kimmel. I I love Fallon. He's my favorite personally, but that's because he appeals to my sense of humor. But I have a very healthy appreciation for the rest of them. And look at Kimmel. Kimmel has come such a long way mm. from when he started. If you look back at his original work and then look at him now, it, he's barely recognizable. Mm. It's it's amazing to watch. Even John Oliver's had this incredible shift. His content is still the same. His approach is still the same, but you can see that he's fine-tuned it so much now. Mm. And and really found his feet, and he's got a great audience, and he, he just knows what he's doing. It's slick. Exactly, but all of these men have been inspired in one form or another by the absolute brilliance that is Letterman, because 
Waterman is a man that can go from from very sharp, witty, humorous comedy work to very serious, in-depth discussion on on very relevant world topics and and he does so with such ease he he represents the everyman and that's why he has mm. such widespread enduring appeal yeah it's true it's very true felon felon is apparently a great person anyway like i mean i'm sure they all are lovely people um but but through people uh, through people that i've heard and who i follow talking about felon they uh, felon, i've they only ever he heard the most things about genuine him. person and the most um, deserving person to be in that position. So, yes. Um, um, it, well, it's, it, it's interesting as well, uh, if you think about it, the fact that, you know, we have Fallon um, doing his stuff and then we have um, Kimmel doing his stuff. And I think, I think that they're both filmed over in L. A, I think they're both in LA. What Fallon and um, Kimmel? Yeah, I thought they were both in um, in New York. Actually, no, maybe Fallon's in. No, Fallon think, is no, Fallon's Fal- in Rockefeller Plaza. Yeah, yeah, Fallon's in New York. Kimmel, I think, is in LA, and so is James Corden. Yeah, I think those two are in in uh, LA, and then um, I've been and seen the Colbert, uh, Stephen Colbert film his show uh, and that was awesome to see live um but i think that one i couldn't believe how slick and professional so one year i saw uh late uh, uh, the late show with stephen colbert the following year i saw um uh, last week's night with john oliver john oliver does everything in one go there's no pausing for pretend ad breaks there's no um crossing to the band any sort of sketches or pre-recorded things that they have, he sits there in silence while they film that so he can come back and talk through. And he does everything in a single take, the whole thing. It's such a well-oiled machine. It's awesome. I love that concept, all of it in one take. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's but a- of course... Of- yes? Oh, I was going to say, that's something that's inspired us. We-, we never cut and paste bits and pieces in our show. No, whatever's live is live in anything, whether it's through this or whether it's on the 35th mil reviews, which we need to get back to and do. Uh, everything is live. And uh, I believe that um, David Letterman was the same. And I think it's a little bit more raw with this new show that he's doing. Um, and yeah, that is why he should be and is this week's Sick Kent of the Week. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Letterman. Good stuff. Hopefully one day we can uh, tell you about your award. Yes, exactly right. Uh, and hopefully it's not while we're being ushered away from you by security guards. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I hope so. Yeah, I like that. Anyway, it's been a weird week. It's been a wonderful week, though. Mm-hmm. And Always. We should be back to our regular schedule next week. Yes, back uh, to familiar... Stations next week will have a little bit more preparedness. Um, yeah. We'll aim to yeah, have some, is... some pre-set topics. Although I think we've had a oh, wild yeah. and wonderful roller coaster. Um, we would love your feedback about tonight's episode very much because we, we don't necessarily go this far without having some idea. Mm. So we'd like to hear how it went. 
correct. Mm. I just burped or hiccuped. <laughs> and I need to sneeze. So let's uh, say goodbye so that way energy. I can sneeze. Indeed. Yes, exactly. Let's wrap up so I don't sneeze on air because I'm about to sneeze. Uh, Drew, how do we uh, say goodbye? Yep. Oh, 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 oh